Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Camila Long, Executive Director at Play On Shakespeare, and I'm a huge fan of the Play On podcast series Macbeth at Next Chapter Podcast. As an artist, activist, and leader in the arts organizations, large and small, I'm always interested in getting to the heart of the matter when it comes to how stories are being told and what's going on and and getting into any kind of creative enterprise and getting it off the ground. So I thought it would be a good idea to let you in on a conversation I had with Louis Douthit, the CEO and creative director of Play On Shakespeare. Hi, Louis. Hey, Camila. I, too, am a big fan of the Play On podcast. I want it said up front. All right. Well, you know, that makes the two of us, which is always good. And it looks like we got about uh, 10,000 other fans out there who love to listen and tune in right now. And, you know, we moved from number 10 to a number nine podcast, and we're going to go on our way to number one. That's what I believe. So with all of that being said, we have podcasts to play on Shakespeare has publications, but a lot of people know who William Shakespeare is, might be familiar with Macbeth, but they really don't know what it means to be play on or play on podcast. So I just want to talk to you a little bit about the origin story of play on, what it means, where does it come from, how is it tied to you, and how did it get to a podcast? Should I work backwards or should I go in the middle? How 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 long an answer do you want? You know, this is, uh, no. I can milk this for a while, I think. Well, I think it's important for the people listening to know uh, because Play On's everywhere and uh, Play On is, uh, you know, on yeah. this podcast. And we want to talk about later, you know, uh, what it means to have a Play On uh, yeah. uh translation for Macbeth and we'll um, we'll unpack that later but just want to talk to you a little bit about um just play on and and why play on and where did it come from and when play on came from the mind of a man named David Hitz he was a long-standing patron and donor at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival and he read a chapter of a book by the linguist John McWhorter in which John speculated, isn't it time to translate Shakespeare? And John's thesis in that article was to say that his experience is that people around the world who speak different languages than English have had a closer relationship with those Shakespeare plays because those plays 
were translated into their contemporary language. So Dave said, hmm, what might happen if we translated Shakespeare into a more contemporary vernacular? Mm -hmm. So that's what started the whole thing. He approached then artistic director Libby Apple, who was an unabashed classicist. And uh, my story is that she said, get out of my office. But that's not actually what happened. It was a phone call and she said, no, I'm not interested. I like my story better. Okay. So jump cut a couple of years later, new artistic director, Dave is not easily deterred. And he says, I'm going to try it on Bill Rausch, the new artistic director. And I happen to be director of literary development and dramaturgy at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival at that time. And so I was invited to this meeting in which Dave Hitz and his brother Ken pitched this idea to Bill Rausch. What if uh, we commissioned a, a playwright to translate Shakespeare into contemporary modern English? Bill said, hmm, interesting. And Camila, I know how to translate that. That meant yes in Bill Rausch's terms. And so it came to pass that the idea was given to me as head of the literary department. I honestly had no idea what Dave was talking about or that it would even work. It was all kind of like, what? Touch the language? Shakespeare? You can't do that, right? So I decided that I would test uh, a couple of uh, different kinds of plays. And one of the first people that I approached was a man named Kenneth Cavender, who translates Greek tragedies. And I figured somebody who translates ancient Greek tragedies could add a little seriousness to the project. And I said, Kenneth, if you were to translate this as the Shakespeare is the source language into the target language, which is contemporary modern English, how would you go about doing this? Okay. His first response to me was, this could be a career ender for me, Louis. And I said, for me too, but we're too old, it doesn't matter. And he said, agreed. So he took it on. So he tested a couple different kinds of language. You know, it's in verse sometimes, it's in blank verse, rhymed. It's in prose, the short scenes, scenes, group scenes, with everyone screaming around, battle scenes. So he tried comedy, a little comedy, a big um, tragic speech in Time and of Athens, um, and uh, wanted to kind of see like paint chips. And we brought it into the Black Swan Lab for new play development, which I was running at the time. And we asked the actors of the Oregon Shakespeare Festival if they would test these little paint chips. They were very resistant to the idea, which I totally appreciated. When you say that, you mean the actors? The actors, the actors were, yeah. Yeah, the actors were resistant to the idea, mm -hmm. which I get. And I said, Bill, they're, they're not gonna be happy about this. So you have to come into the lab that day so that they, if they get mad, they gotta get mad at you and not at Kenneth and me. We're just doing what we're told to do. So we were reading it along and there, it was going okay. And we were learning some stuff, but suddenly when Rex Young read this big speech, like halfway through Timon of Athens, Timon has been, you know, kicked out of the city. He's very angry with everyone for good reasons. Also some things perhaps he brought onto himself, but he's very angry. And it is just an invective at everybody he knows 
society, uh, family, friends, cult, you know, you know, Athens. Ugh. And somehow, as he was going along, he was kind of getting into it. I guess Kenneth does invective really well. I don't know. And suddenly, um, Rex stopped. He pushed back his seat and he said, I'm unhappy. I said, Kenneth, go back, go back. Here it comes, here it comes. The actors are, right? And he said, I am unhappy because I'm confused that I am enjoying this and liking it and I don't know what to do about it. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next Chapter Podcasts.